0: Okay, you're interested in consulting, but you don't know how you're going to make this shift from your career that is booming and blossoming at this time into the entrepreneurial space. It seems a little scary and you're wondering if you are just getting too far ahead of yourself and taking on something that may not work out in the end. Well, if any of those thoughts have been running around in your head, then this episode is for you. We're going to talk about how you can make a mid-career shift into consulting and make it work for you. All right, let's get started. There's a misconception that we don't exist. That somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited. That overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach. high. Performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consulting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis. And today we are going to talk about making a mid-career shift into consulting. This is something that comes up often just by the nature of how many of us start in the entrepreneurial space within the consulting industry. It is often happening after we've had full-blown careers and things have been moving faster than we had imagined. And we get to this point where we are almost at, I don't know if y'all would consider it like a pinnacle or a peak, <laughs> but we get to this this point in our career where we realize that the opportunities to forge ahead in our corporate environment may be somewhat limited, whether that's based on our own choice in terms of preferences and what we want to do as we move into the future or some other type of structure or hierarchy that is in place that we've been having some difficult navigating or whatever it may be. We get to this point where we want to venture out on our own. And while the thought of doing that is so exciting, it's also a little scary at the same time, right? Because you're thinking about all that you have on your plate, all the responsibilities at your current job, with your family, with friends and loved ones, and all the bills that seem to pile up, (laughs) day after day, I know for all of us, and just everything that you've accomplished thus far. I mean, you have been killing the game. So walking away at this point, does it even make sense? All right. I want us to calm down, calm down. <laughs> We're going to take this conversation step by step. And one of the first things is that I want you to know that if you have a desire to go into consulting and to begin to build your own business, you can do that right now even in the midst of your career. And in this episode, I want us to dive deeper into what that would look like, how you can do that, and how you can create a very simple business that you can get started and get off the ground. And then you can see where it takes you. A thriving consulting business is built on a solid business foundation and a consulting code that leads you toward your ideal business and your ideal lifestyle. And the great thing about this code is that it works for any type of consulting practice, whether you help clients with professional development, business management, grant writing, IT, or something entirely different. This consulting code is not rocket science and is not beyond your reach. And when you crack the code, It can jumpstart the growth of your solo consulting practice and is what you need to know to get started and land your first clients and nothing more. This is a step-by-step process I wish I had so many years ago, and that's why I wanted to share this with you and how you can do this too. So if you're interested in starting your consulting business and creating a desirable offer to generate leads for your offer and to make sales, then the Consulting Code is your solution. Visit www.excelatconsulting.com for more information. So one of the first things that has to occur is you have to make a mindset shift around what it means to start your consulting business and to evolve in your career. I think oftentimes we see this evolution in the corporate space as being something that can only happen within those four walls. And we don't really think beyond that, which is somewhat problematic because it is limiting and also not under our control in most instances. So in order for us to think about a shift into consulting as being something that is likely feasible at this point in your career, it means that you cannot consider this to be a black and white decision. There is a lot of gray in this area and you don't have to be quote unquote all in by leaving your your high paying job or the job that you may love at this moment if that's not what you want to do. You can actually have a soft entry, I like to call it, where you're able to ease your way into this entrepreneurial space and really gain a solid footing that allows you to make a transition that feels more natural and complete. So I don't want you to approach this conversation or any thought about whether or not you should move forward and take this leap and build your own business and use your expertise to its full advantage. I don't want you to look at this as, an option between one or the other. Because when you do, the one thing i found that happens is we begin to become consumed with all of the things that we're gonna lose. We fixate on the quote-unquote reliable income that's not gonna be coming in. We think about all that we've invested in terms of time, money, and energy in degrees and certifications. And we're thinking about this loss as being something that we cannot expand upon. We we see it as being tied to our corporate environment and it's really this whole sunk cost fallacy that leads us to stay where we are and not move forward, although we may have the desire to do so. It it all centers around this black and white thinking and this level of fear and anxiety about what lies ahead, especially when we are being called to bet on ourselves. So there is a lot of work in that space just to reframe this whole thought process and know that it does not have to be a clear cut transition into entrepreneurship. You can create a transition that works for you, that works for your lifestyle, but still allows you to move forward, to make progress and get to the point where you may decide to make that clean break. So I want you not to let all of these other thoughts about what you may have on your plate currently and these thoughts about what you may leave behind to prevent you from moving forward forward because in that forward movement is the level of expansion and growth that you are desiring in this moment because you've already excelled. You've already accomplished so much. You have proven to yourself that you have a talent, a skill, and expertise that others want. Otherwise, you would not be receiving that paycheck entering into your bank account month after month, but you're receiving that. And that is evidence of your value, the value of your skill set, and how you can actually use that in a business if you're moving forward. So you have the proof. We know right now that it doesn't have to be this complete break. We don't have to have a black and white thinking about the process. And that should give us, hopefully, and give you, hopefully, comfort in knowing that this process can begin and it can be something that you can do while maintaining this level of financial stability that you've worked so hard for. Okay, so now that we've gotten that piece out of the way, because I think that that is so critical not to allow your current circumstance and how good it is, (laughs) how stable it is to hold you back. So now we're going to move forward. The The thing is, when you're starting out, your goal is to really create a system where you're able to not just find clients, but you want to find clients and also build a system in a process that works for you to be able to attract those clients over and over and over again. And one of the major mistakes that I feel like many consultants make, especially when they're starting out and they're making this transition, if they decide to move from corporate is that they start doing consulting work and they're picking up business here and there, they're doing kind of odd jobs for people. And there's nothing wrong with taking that as an initial approach, but because they don't build a system for them to have a predictable way to generate revenue, then they can't fully rely on that uh, income to constantly be coming in. And so because they don't have that economic and financial stability, then that's when they run into problems because either they quit their job and they leave and they go into the space without this these processes and systems set up and they find that some of the referrals dry up or they don't have uh, money coming in as swiftly as they may have thought because maybe the sales cycle in their space is taking longer than they anticipated And because of all those reasons, they cannot sustain their lifestyle. And so many may opt to go back into the corporate environment and just forget about consulting altogether and think that it failed when that is not true. It's simply because there was no process, there was no system set up for them to be able to generate revenue on their own. And because they're so reliant on just doing odd jobs and, you know, from people that they know and getting these referrals, then they were not really building their their true business. They had to set a solid foundation. And so one of the things I want you to consider is that if you want to take this leap, if you want to evolve into this space, think about how you are going to build your foundation because you need to have a way for you to generate predictable revenue so that you have the stability that you need in order to have the freedom and the the security that I know that you want. And so this is going to require intention. It's going to require a strategy and it's going to require patience. (laughs) Those things are going to be necessary just like it was necessary when you were developing your skill set, developing your expertise and climbing a corporate ladder. There's no difference. The only difference in this case is that you can go much farther and you can do it a lot faster. So the timeline can be extremely condensed and the trajectory can be expanded immensely. However, you still have to do the preparation. And so that is going to be one key difference For you, because I know you're going to be successful, that's going to be the one key difference for you is that you're going to set up a solid foundation so that you're going to be successful in the long term. And because you need to do that, sometimes it is helpful to actually maintain your corporate job to be like, I always like to say, your first investor in your entrepreneurial venture. You can take the financial stability that you have right now and your ability to invest in your business to grow it faster, to build it to a point where you have more coming in than you may even having coming in through your corporate job. And you can do all of that, all of that while working a nine to five. As a matter of fact, in upcoming episodes, I'm going to have a few guests on that are going to be sharing their experiences because I don't want you to just take my word for it. I want you to hear from others how they have been able to do this because it is possible. So I don't want you to use this as as an excuse anymore. (laughs) It's possible for you to start your business, to maintain that financial stability and to get everything off the ground as long as you have a system to do it, as long as you have a structure. Now, once you have the system in place, you want to create a service or an offer that fits into your lifestyle and that is easy to deliver. You have to remove the complexity, especially if you're trying to make this transition and trying to make this transition more seamlessly, because it's going to be more difficult if you have a complex service that you want to offer and you want to bring on different contractors and do all of these other extra things that sometimes we do in the consulting space. It's going to be difficult for you to do that effectively and efficiently if the the offer is too big or too complex for you to manage. So one key thing is remembering that your lifestyle, your strengths, and your capacity will dictate the type of service that you offer and what you're able to provide. And the thing I want you to, to remain assured of is that no matter what you create, If there is a desire and a demand for that in the marketplace, it'll sell. So I don't want you to worry that somehow you are not offering the biggest and the best out there, because this can be a tendency for us as high achievers. We're used to shining, right? We're used to doing the most. I know I'm guilty of it. And oftentimes when we're used to doing all those things and we go into entrepreneurship and we're trying to manage so much, we can get in over our heads and and really build things that we don't have the capacity to deliver effectively. So I want you to focus on your capacity and, and build something that works for you. Okay, we're making our way through. We talked about how we need to shift our mindset from this black and white thinking and Know that we can actually start our business even while we have a nine to five. We've talked about the fact that when you're starting out, you need a process, you need a system, so that you can generate reliable, predictable income or revenue. We've talked about the fact that, in addition to that, you want to consider your capacity and your lifestyle when you're creating your services and your offers, so you can do that more easily and allow yourself to deliver services that are going to generate greater business and more referrals and more revenue. And last but not least, it's going to be important for you to seek help in whatever capacity that you need, whether that is through a coach, consultant, or mentor. If it's through outsourcing and delegation of important tasks for your business, if it is in even courses or other tools and resources and templates for you to make this easier. I know that many of us can have this superwoman complex, myself included, and we're so used to doing all the things on our own and doing it to our best ability with excellence and we have high standards. Listen, (laughs) we are leaving all of that behind because Just like birthing a child and caring for a family, it takes a village. I'm telling you, in entrepreneurship, it takes a village. So I want you to be open to embracing help. And when I say embracing help, I I really do mean think about what would make your life easier, whether you are outsourcing, like I said, on even the personal side so that you free up time to dedicate to doing the work that you need in your business or finding the help to get certain things completed when your skills may not necessarily be at the level of mastery. All of those things can just make it easier. And the easier it is for you to carry out the work the more likely you are to be consistent in that work and then therefore be successful. The bottom line is this, you don't have to wait until this perfect magical time to make your transition into the consulting space. Just because you have moved along your career trajectory and reach this high level in your career it doesn't mean that you cannot expand your wealth your legacy and your brand by consulting you can do it whether or not you want to keep or leave your job the key is to just start because the thing is once you start that's actually when you have a choice That's really, in my opinion, when you have freedom, because then you can decide what you want to (laughs) do. That's the thing we always want to remember. But if you don't start, if you don't move forward, then you don't have that option. And freedom, flexibility, all these things that you want, it comes with options. And I can tell you that I never felt more trapped in my corporate job until I reached a point where I realized that I had gone so far that I had somehow <laughs> excelled my way out of options. And that's a, that's a crazy place to be. But in reality, that wasn't true. <laughs> um, and consulting is a wonderful way for you to make that shift. So I want you to keep this in mind If you've been tossing around this idea back and forth, because this just actually may be the move that will open up many doors for you. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, don't you keep it to yourself. Make sure you share it with a friend and definitely leave your review on Apple Podcasts and your rating on Spotify. That always, always helps to grow the podcast and to really share this message uh, with more listeners. And uh, I guess I will be seeing you again, hopefully next week. And like I said, I'm going to show you through some upcoming episodes, just what you can do if you take that leap. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Console 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, Be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit Excel at consulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.